Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, July 6th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Extreme heat is dangerous for everyone, but even more so for unhoused people. Cooling centers can be hard to find, and some hesitate to use them. There are people who's been overlooked and just ignored for so long, it's nothing for them to think that they can just endure another 106 day. We'll have more on the challenges of increasing summer heat in just a few minutes. The death of a woman during a severe thunderstorm over the weekend is again turning the spotlight on St. Louis's 911 system. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports. 33-year-old Catherine Cohen died Saturday after a tree fell on her car in the city's Grove neighborhood. Officials say fire department personnel got on scene about 10 minutes after being dispatched, but it was not clear how long it took the call to reach dispatchers. News reports say multiple people called 911 multiple times but never reached a person. Interim Public Safety Director Charles Coyle says dispatchers handled more than 1,000 calls between 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. July 1st. A normal call load at that time is less than 500. So that did tax our dispatchers and our responders a great deal. Just 44% of the city's EMS dispatch positions are filled. Police dispatch, which initially handles almost all 911 calls, is at 60% staffing. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Nearly 4,000 St. Louis area homes and businesses are still without power following the weekend storms. Most of the outages are in North St. Louis County with scattered areas in the city and Metro East. At the height of the service interruption following severe thunderstorms on Saturday, nearly 10 percent of Ameren, Missouri's 1.2 million customers were without power. Ameren officials say they are working to repair the damage, restore power, and communicate with the public about the status of any outages. The Post-Dispatch reports a number of affected customers say Ameren is not providing any additional information. The utility says the most recent details are at AmerenMissouri.com. A Missouri agency that services student loans had a key role in the U.S. Supreme Court's decision striking down President Joe Biden's student debt forgiveness initiative. The Midwest Newsroom's Holly Edgel reports. In striking down the program on Friday, the court actually decided two cases. Before it could rule on the program itself, there was the issue of standing to consider. Missouri argued it had standing to sue because the Missouri Higher Education Loan Authority known as Mohila, is a state division, and the agency would be harmed by sweeping debt forgiveness. The high court agreed with Missouri's argument. That decision paved the way for Missouri and five other states to challenge the debt forgiveness program. For the Midwest Newsroom, I'm Holly Edgel. The top Illinois House Republican is expecting more bipartisan work to create legislation that prevents overdose deaths. Tony McCombie says all members of the General Assembly are seeing the impact of the opioid crisis in their districts. This is not a Republican or Democrat issue. It's not a, a rural or an urban issue. It is unfortunately a, a statewide issue and, and it's a nationwide issue. The legislature has approved a measure changing the definition of fentanyl testing strips so they can be used by more people. McCombie says her goal is to pass follow-up legislation which expands access to the strips in schools, clubs, and private businesses. Landlords in Illinois can no longer require tenants to pay rent online. Alex Stegman reports. 
Governor J.B. Pritzker signed a measure that says landlords have to accept all forms of valid payment for rent, including cash. Proponents say rejecting cash or forcing the use of online portals that sometimes charge extra fees are barriers to affordable housing. But Republican State Senator Jill Tracy said during floor debate in May that this won't improve housing access. If we keep passing bills that hinder a private landlord's ability to function as is best for his business, we will have less and less housing. Landlords can still offer tenants an online payment portal. The new law is already in effect. Landlords have three months before they'll start facing penalties for noncompliance. I'm Alex Degman. St. Louisans will have a chance to get a free fresh produce box this summer. The St. Louis County Library is partnering with Operation Food Search to provide 50 boxes every Thursday at three branches, Florissant Valley, Lewis and Clark, and Weber Road. Kristen Sorth is the director and CEO of the St. Louis County Library. There are many food deserts in the St. Louis region, and there is food insecurity that exists throughout the region. And this is just one more way to make sure that um, people can get a healthy meal. Boxes are first come, first served. The library is providing them starting today through August 3rd. When people are overexposed to heat, they can experience severe dehydration, heat stroke, heat exhaustion, even death. Reporters Anna Spidel and Rebecca Smith tell us this can be even more dangerous for unhoused people. It's hot, very hot, and it will be unsafely hot for the next few days and throughout the summer. I mean, heat emergencies really account for the largest number of deaths due to weather events. That's Chris Sampson. He's a doctor of emergency medicine at MU Healthcare, and he says there are a few things people can do to protect themselves. Uh, Frequent breaks, uh, getting out of the heat for a short period of time, getting into a cool environment, either a building, even an air-conditioned car. But when it comes to how unsheltered people can protect themselves, the answers are less clear. This is a risky time, uh, especially if they're outside for prolonged periods. Sometimes it's just trying to find shady spots. There are some cooling centers around Columbia, like at Daniel Boone Regional Library, The Ark, and others, but those are only open during the day. There's a list with a whole bunch of places on there, but everyone isn't opening in their doors. Everyone isn't allowing everybody to come in or, you know, you can't do this, can't look like this, can't smell like that. That's Darren Morton. We spoke with him at Project Homeless Connect in downtown Columbia. Darren's the executive director at Turning Point, a day center for unhoused folks that provides various services, including just a place to cool down and rest. He says it can be hard to get the word out about resources like cooling centers, and on top of that, it can be even harder to get folks to use them. There are people who's been overlooked and just ignored for so long, it's nothing for them to think that they can just endure another 106 day. So the people who provide outreach have had to get creative, like Kat Armbrust, the director of Como Mobile Aid, a local nonprofit that works directly with the unhoused community and meets them where they are. They host a twice-weekly medical clinic at Wilkes Boulevard United Methodist Church. Wilkes also hosts nightly meals. There are probably five or six people that came in um, suffering from heat exhaustion. Um, one person was throwing up during the entire clinic. Armbrust says the med team tried to get people's body temperature down with ice packs and get them rehydrated. And this was, you know, mid-June that this is happening already. She says the organization's aqua team drives around and delivers water, bananas, and electrolyte packets. But it's a lot harder than it used to be to get things into the hands of people. 
Since the unhoused encampments were dispersed earlier this year, the team isn't always sure where people are located. Terry and Karen are unhoused and have been living outside for the past few months. They say the heat has been a problem. I had a heat stroke yesterday. It was just so doggone hot. And the only resources there are is Stevens Lake. If you want to go swim with moss, I love to swim so it doesn't bother me. They say all the cooling centers are downtown, relatively far away from where they are. And the buses that could take them there run limited hours. And they didn't know about Como Mobile Aid until we told them about it. And they've been here for four months. Terry says they do sit in the shade, but that increases the risk for tick and bug bites. They're also worried about the upcoming holiday when some of the cooling centers will be closed. It's going to be hot as 80s. You know, find some water somewhere and find a tree and battle the ants and the ticks and you might be all right. As for what individuals can do to help, advocates suggest things like having water or sunscreen in your car that you can give to someone or even giving people a few dollars so they can buy something from a business and sit inside. But if you or someone you know is at immediate risk from heat exposure, call 911. I'm Anna Spidel. And I'm Rebecca Smith. Anna and Rebecca are reporters at member station KBIA in Columbia. Ashley Lissenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.